just make a plan to go. I can't tell you about it. You got to come for yourself and you got to experience for yourself. If I were to talk about it, I'd have to start putting in time. Because it's just so good.
like God is so good that He actually kind of dealt with me in a different topic that's way greater. And one of that topics was actually serving here in the church because I know that it's, that's felt like a void that I was missing. Was I, I always had the excuse that I'm always so busy working. I'm always I'm too too far away. But some of you live even farther away than I do, and we still make it here and still very faithful. And God dealt with me on basically all the busyness that I was creating and the excuses I had was me creating those excuses. It wasn't me necessarily being in line with what he wanted. Because he's put things on our heart to create. It's part of the ministry. But and that's what I was looking for guidance on. But he dealt with me and how can you be faithful of that if you're not faithful of the little things in church? So that's where now it's like, okay. And even Miss Regina, when I spoke with her about it at the church, she confirmed that way. I was speaking to her about how the season starts. Getting in line with your church. She said, you need to clean the toilets. She said, that's what you're given to do is your duty. Do it joyfully. And as you're walking those steps out, he will guide you to what the next
the whole entire trip. So that was just so much of a
so many times in the sheet, one of them explained exactly what the horse is. I think we all know what the horse is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. very familiar. Oh my God. And you hear about the teddy bear, about the little things. That's the foot. And, but horses, if you haven't had a horse or a mountain come up in your life, you're going to have. That's why we come and are prepared for battle. We're prepared to walk offensively, not defensively. Walk offensively every day of our life. Don't get in the ditch over here or over here, but walk straight, knowing where you're going, what you're going to do once you get there. But he said, uh, uh, somebody brought out the illustration of the horses. How are you going to contend with the horses? The horses, you know, those stallions, those big. Uh, horses can walk and run full throttle 20 miles without stopping. Yeah. How are you going to contend with that? <laughs> and honestly, I hope Sue doesn't get upset. It's not going to be so upset they said that statement. I did. I've watched this lady. I didn't know when you battled that cancer you went through. And uh, you had to go through what you went through with that. But God healed you. That's what
But if you don't have a spirit of faith, faith is not going to work for you. That's been the issue in many faith. I didn't mean, I didn't know that. I didn't say it. Y'all think it's bad. I'm not mad. I'm happy. Hallelujah. Because I got the victory on the champion. Amen. It gets done winning all the time. Yeah. You're a winner. Amen. That was just what we are. We are tempted. Amen. So many, so long the church has had this mentality of pitiful. Um, we, we, uh, little us, can't do. God. And it's just always bled over into the lesson, into the church, and it takes the spirit of faith out of the message. I've heard a lot of people can preach what faith is, how faith comes, how faith is released, faith is released, believing and speaking. But really, if it's not preached with the spirit of faith, like knowing, right. just a knowing, yeah. there's a spirit of faith has to come on you that you, there's not a doubt I'm going to I might not be living in it right now, but I do know this. I'm always led into victory through my Lord. So if that don't mean trials don't come, it means they never overcome. Amen. 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 Well, you understand, faith is not the absence of mountains. It's the ability. Amen. 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 something you learn, it's something you live. Yeah. You have to learn it to live it, but then you're going to need some people around you to bring you into faith relationship. Yeah. That's fine. These ladies, I promise you. I mean, I would, I would rather have a Holy Ghost wife in my, I mean, than any kind of, I mean, millions and millions of dollars you can give me. I don't care nothing about that, and here's the deal. God can get things to you, but you need people in your life. Yeah. I'll tell you what, let's just go ahead and bring the buckets to the corners. We're a passion today. I fell in love with this right when we were doing this just a second ago. I want you to put up right now. I'm not going to do the message right now because I did want to talk about this period. I saw the ladies lined up and the Lord said, we're going to be right out at 12 because you got to be back at 6 to line up to do. So I want us to put up Philippians 4, 18. Philippians 4, uh, 4, 18, 19. Go to 16 first. 16 first. We'll go ahead and take the offer. Anybody ready to give? Yeah. 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 what I'm saying right here. Albert asked me about two years ago. Two years ago, Albert asked me. He said, Pastor, what is the church believing for more than anything else? And at the time, we were broke. Flat broke. I say broke. We were month to month for about nine years. Amen? Say month to month. Week to week. Week to week. Week to week. Amen? Well, the Bible says God brought them out of the land of lack. Then they came to the land of even. I mean, you know, when he brought them out of the land of lack, and they were in the land of bondage, and, or the land of lack, he brought them out and he fed them daily bread. Manna, quail. Manna, quail. Manna, quail. The land of even is the will of God to get you to the land of more than enough. Because right. he wants to see if you're going to... Uh, see, here's the deal. He's not going to rain down a million dollars on you if you complain in the land of evil. Oh. Oh. I mean, you know, you got to learn how to live in even before you're ever going to get more than enough. Yeah. 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 So you don't understand that. And you say, oh, it's not the will of God that I'm week to week. No, he wants to see where your trust is. Right. And you shout and rejoice and dance with just enough. Woo! I mean, you know, God has supplied your need this far. Ooh. You didn't make your money. You didn't make it. You got everything you got. You 
got what God got to me. Amen. But the ask me this, and as a pastor, I've heard many pastors, many, many, many pastors that have been asked this question. What can I believe God with you? Can I believe God for you, with, with you for something? What can I believe? And now asked me that about two years ago in a, situ in a situation when we were in need of a lot of different things. A whole lot of things in the church we were in need of. And I mean from the sound to life. And he, I mean, money every week, amen, praise the Lord, just like praise the Lord. We just got to work. We got real good at shouting and acting like we already had. We got real good at running and dancing around the church like we didn't lack for nothing, like the Bible said. See, faith, we're going to get into this today. The faith, the, the faith fight can't be won unless you can get in faith when you got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can shout and run when there's money in the bank and people are acting good to you and your body's healthy and you're strong. But it takes faith to do that. Yeah. See, there's so many people in the church that are really not living by faith. Because really, if you can't get good at faith at a time when you're even, or even when you're in a deficit. Just so you know, we've been in deficits. I told the story, and I'm not sure the testimony again, but there was a time we were three months behind on our building bill over there. And what did we do? We went to a, uh, to a conference over in Louisiana, and we act like we had millions in the bank. We said, people could have looked at us and they'd have never known this, right? I don't care about a little pallet church, amen. I'm going to come in and I ain't doing You're not a faith person. Anybody can do that. I'm talking about you bring your faith and your supply and you say, I don't need to have anything. I need to believe a thing. Because if I can believe a thing, it will change what I have. Albert asked me that question two years ago. He said this. What is it the church is believing for more than anything? And I said this. I said, man, I said, we're believing for laborers more than anything. If we're going to stand and you're going to speak over this church, what do we need more than anything in this church? Not money. Because if you got uh, the laborers, God will provide for this. And what the Lord is doing is so radical. I don't even know if you guys believe this or not. How big? How oh, you ain't seen it, baby, but you will. Because we're going to need laborers who are not excited about coming to church, but people who are excited about getting out of the church. And a lot of the vision we shared last year, everything on your sheet, remember the sheets you had with the 18 wheels, with the inflatables, with the airplane, with the stuff on it, with all of the stuff on it. It's all Church like we had. The Lord had a vision. Yeah. 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 